Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can Ontario healthcare be fixed? We've been telling you, you know, the nightmare headlines for, for a long time now about all the long waiting lists, patients being denied services, or, you know, worst of all, being treated in hallways. And health was one of the most important, if not the most important issue during the election. And Doug Ford promised, if elected, he'd be appointing a guy named Dr. Reuben Devlin. And this is the same doctor who helped transform Humber River Hospital into one of the most technologically advanced hospitals in the world. So putting politics aside... Because, yes, Dr. Devlin has been involved with the PC party over the years, once acting as its president. But if he can actually fix and transform our entire failing health care system in Ontario, is it not worth at least giving him a chance? Let's ask someone who is very familiar with his work as well as the hospital itself, David Jacobs. He's a doctor, radiologist, actually, uh, and is a coalition of Ontario doctors who... Uh, also a member of the OMA. He joins us now. Dr. Jacobs, I'm not a big fan of appointments. Um, I think that they're abused too often in government, but I'm not bothered by the appointment of Dr. Uh, Devlin. Um, what does he bring to the table in your in your estimate? I think the most important uh, thing that uh, Dr. Devlin brings to the table is past success. Uh, he has managed to uh, implement a lot of what uh, Ontario needs right now. And so I think the goal, if I'm to understand Mr. Ford, who did openly campaign on bringing him in, that he will use the template of Humber River. And is that the plan to roll that out across Ontario? And is that doable? So it's interesting. Um, yeah, so I, I work at Humber, uh, and I've worked at Humber prior to and, and since the uh, since we've moved to the new hospital. And uh, so the answer is yes, it's absolutely doable. And in fact, it's uh, it's almost criminal that it isn't being done across Ontario. Uh, the change that we had from uh, moving to the old Humber to the new Humber was so dramatic uh, and improved patient care and flow so much uh, that it, it, it's it's shocking that it's not being done all over Ontario. But there, critics will say because, as I understand, Humber was you know was underserviced, but it did serve. Uh, a part of the population that is is vulnerable or in in a in a poor uh, type area, and that particular hospital had closed. And so, some will say Dr. Devland is all too happy to take the knife and cut um, oh, to get oh, these efficiencies. What do you say? Oh, that's nonsense. So it, it's actually very interesting. Um, people who are uh, in uh, vulnerable uh, situations economically, uh, socially, uh, they want to go to the nicest hospital as well. So what happened when uh, Humber, the, the new Humber opened uh, is there was an urgent care center at the old Humber site recognizing that this was a vulnerable population. And what happened was people just didn't want to go to the old Humber. And 
the administration looked at that. They recognized that there was uh, decreased utilization way below what they thought for the old site. So they increased the hours. And uh, shockingly enough, when they increased the hours at this ambulatory care site, uh, the utilization decreased further. So the people who traditionally went to the Jane and Finch site uh, instead prefer to go to the new Humber. So everyone's being very well serviced by the new site, uh, and it's so successful that people are willing to go the extra distance to get there. So if this is such a success, why hasn't it been done sooner at other hospitals? Well, uh, you know, I think part of the part of that is Dr. Devlin. So uh, he has been a leader who's been very efficient, uh, very single-minded in what he in what he was doing, and very methodical in doing it. Uh, historically, Humber was actually offered a very significant amount of money to redevelop its sites. And uh, Dr. Devlin back then recognized that this was not the way to go. And he said, no, we're going to hold out and we're going to build a better hospital. And so rather than taking the money and doing a lot of redevelopment and ribbon cutting, he just waited it out. And uh, the end result is what you see, which is a a fantastic, fantastic hospital, uh, which is efficient, well-run. It does not have a lot of administration. I'd say it has a skeleton crew of administration compared to other hospitals. Uh, It has very good contracts with vendors. It has long-term contracts that will guarantee renewal of equipment. It's just everything has been done right. And it is an experience that he's had that he can uh, transfer to other hospitals and other parts of the healthcare sector. How long would that take? You know, it's... um, it depends on what you're trying to roll out, but I think certainly uh, this is a long-term project, and I think that, uh, but we should see significant improvements in healthcare delivery within the first four years, and probably within the first two years, I would think uh, that that's very doable. I mean, as I go back to my original point, I don't like appointments, and, and for $350,000, I do expect that we get something for the money, but when I look at his credentials and what he did for Humber, uh, I'd suggest, you know, as they say, that that is a pittance uh, if he can save us billions. Well, I, I think that, that he's going to do much, much more than save us billions. I think what he's going to do is he's going to clear up our hallways in the emergency rooms. He's going to clear up our backlog of patients in the hospitals. Uh, he's going to make the trains run on time, and they haven't been running on time for years. Uh, so I, I think that the money saved is, is fantastic. Everyone is excited about that. But I think what you're going to find is that you're going to see better quality of care in terms of flow, flow through, better communication, and you're also going to see uh, more updated equipment uh, at the same price or less. So I, I think that uh, I'm very positive about what he's going to be able to do for the healthcare system. Well, one of the things he did was make it so technologically advanced that robots and and computers and uh, touchscreen technology has replaced a lot of um, jobs that don't really need to be there. So then you're going to get the critics saying, okay, these are the frontline services that, you know, Doug Ford said he would not touch. Is that a fair argument? 
No, not really. I think what we're, so I've, uh, like I said, I was at the old hospital. I'm at the new hospital. I see all the same faces that were at the old hospital. I think that what you're getting with the robotics and the touchscreen and the communications is you're getting an increased speed of service. You're getting a seamless service and you're getting, um, uh, you're making sure that nothing falls through the cracks. So, uh, you're not cutting jobs, you're increasing efficiency, and people always mistake increased efficiency with the job loss. That is not what has ha- been the Humber experience. In fact, we've hired a tremendous number of people at Humber uh, over the last few years. Right. In other words, uh, actually putting them where they should be. Um, Very much so. and, and the other thing uh, would, would be the Lynn um, you know, program that was put into place by the liberals, which was an extra level of bureaucracy. I think that a lot of people said that that's not necessary. Would he also be getting rid of that? You know, that, that's, uh, that's something that I'm not aware of, and certainly it doesn't touch what we've done at, uh, at Humber. Uh, but what I can tell you is that for frontline physicians, limbs are highly unpopular. Uh, what the liberals did is they created more and more arm's length agencies so that when something went wrong, they could blame it on the Lynn or whatever. And when something goes right, they can take credit directly for it. It's an immense waste of taxpayer dollars. And the Lynn's very much have always been uh, an organization looking for a purpose. So whatever happens to the Lynn's, that's up to the Ford administration. But uh, certainly with frontline physicians, they're not a popular institution. We will see what he'll do. Thank you. My pleasure. Always a pleasure talking to you. Dr. David Jacobs joining us tonight. See what he does. If he doesn't get it right, I will be the first to speak. On point, this is Alex Pearson. You're listening to Global News Radio.